America's your boy Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show. And we are here with our what? Francis, get this camera on me real quick, real quick. Yes, guys, we are indeed back in the house. We are indeed back in the house. Something happened in the studio. So unfortunately, we're back in the house chilling. We're going to have a great episode today. Don't worry about it. Hopefully, you guys seeing the camera. Go, friends, go ahead and let people see the little, a little quick tour in the house. Guys, make sure, if you haven't checked it out already, we got a show on YouTube. You know what I mean? Episodes we do? come out on YouTube. I did not know that. YouTube Clips. Oh, YouTube, yeah, YouTube Clips. I thought yeah, you had the not, whole... No, no, heck no. I'm about to say, bro, hey, not the full I'm missing show. these emails, But man, yeah, I'm go ahead, y'all. guys. You know, we, we just we just trying to show you guys a little something, something. But this week, we got some guests on the show. Jordan. Very, very, very special guest. Jordan, do you want to go ahead and uh, share a little bit about the guests? Ah... Uh, how can I start this off? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I met uh, I went, I met a great dear friend of mine. What, when was it early this year? Yeah. Okay, sometime Earlier. in May, April, something like that. About five months ago. Yeah, it was at a men's go rally at Lakewood. Uh, and I just, I think I decided to go there like on a Thursday. A men's go rally. What, what's that? It's basically like you know, hey, men of Lakewood Church, we're gonna gather together on Sunday and morning, we're gonna go and we're gonna worship together and we're gonna <laughs> pray together how to be better leaders and men. Right. I, I would have said men's conference, but okay. okay. I mean, it's not, you know, when you hit conference, that's like two or three days. All it's right. like two or three hours. I, I didn't mean like tell a story. I just meant like introduce them. <laughs> I, I, I feel like oh, we're about to have a good time. I feel I like he, he deserves the proper introduction. Man, Brandon here. <laughs> what up? That's all I need. That's all I need. My that's man, all Brandon. I need. What's going on, man? Brandon Montgomery in the building. You know what I'm saying? Represent that forward and beyond, that fab life. Forward and beyond. You know what I'm man. Forward and beyond. Got my man, Aaron. Aaron what's with up, me what's in the up, building. What's up? Yeah. Brandon just brought Aaron. He didn't tell me, tell me he was coming. <laughs> wow. Hey, it on. happens. Jordan, it Chris. Happens. <laughs> Chris Jordan. Yo. Whoever yeah. you are. <laughs> the, man, the, are. the man of many names over here, man. <laughs> it's we sad, just, bro. We just going to call you good hair from now on. We ain't huh. even I'll take say, that. I'll take so that. So we got call you Brandon and what was your name again? Aaron. Aaron, I'm not going to lie to you. The whole time you were here. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't, didn't know, know your name he, at all. For some reason, Hafi just... I'm really, I'm ask. really bad. I'm wow. really terrible with names. I, I apologize, yeah. but A-A-Ron. Aaron, I got you locked A-A-Ron. in right now. A A Ron, Brandon, yeah. yes sir, yes welcome sir. to the show. Hey man, we 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 happy to be here, man. Appreciate y'all having us. Uh, no <sighs> problem, no problem. So Brandon, go ahead, let the people know who you are, what you do, all that jazz. Let us know. Yo, so again, my name is Brandon Montgomery, and uh, I represent or started an organization called Forward and Beyond. Yes. Um, Fab Life Forward and Beyond basically is 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 a movement. It's it's a lifestyle. It's something that what we're trying to do in in not only just the middle schools and in high schools and and in, in the A Leaf community right now, but also other schools and communities across the the city of Houston. Um, we believe in inspiring others to move forward so that they can inspire themselves to move beyond. Mm. Uh, we feel like everybody mm. has specific gifts and talents, but dope, it's hard dope, for them to, to, to move towards that because they're so stuck on what happened in the past or they're so stuck on even where they currently are right now. And so it's hard to move forward if you're focused on those things. So we want to try to, sh- to shift the narrative, change your perspective, allow you to see what's possible, help you with your process, and then make sure that we're constantly checking your progress. Ooh. That's dope. That's dope. And when did you start this organization? Uh, we started it last year. Uh, Aaron and I were, were working for a, a couple of other nonprofit organizations. Okay. And so it really came from how can we become more relatable to mm-hmm. the students that we, we're, 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 we're reaching right now? Okay. How can we, we, we make sure that what we're bringing them as, as it relates to the content as mm-hmm. well as what we're trying to get them to understand about themselves is more relevant 
and relatable, you know? Okay, and so cool. and so that's where Forward and Beyond, you know, came about because we wanted to move forward and beyond from all the stuff that we've done in the past, even in our own in our own lives, yeah. as well as, you know, make sure that we're doing the same thing with anybody that we come in contact with. Man, that's dope, Aaron. And the reason why I, I wanted you on the show and I really, really appreciate you. I'm sorry, Brandon. Aaron and Brandon. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. going to try to slide by. I know, nah. <laughs> CJ. <laughs> but, Brandon, the reason why I really wanted you on the show is because Society paints a picture of black men as absent, not just absent in the home, absent in the community, you know, absence in the workplace. But to see not just a talented black man such as yourself to be involved in the community, equally involved in your family and also involved in younger, younger black men alive. And that's the dopest part, because yeah. we were talking a lot about mentorship and investing in the next generation and legacy. And to have you here and to say, you know what, I'm not, I'm just not taking care of me. I'm not just doing me. I'm also taking care of everybody else. And that's so dope, man. We appreciate that. We Thank need you, man. more Thank of you. it. Um, Aaron, go ahead. What about you, boss? Yeah, so I met Brandon uh, about, what, two years ago? When yeah, I came two out years here. ago. Two, three two years, years ago when I came out here to Houston. Uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, but uh, shout out to a- oh, you from Atlanta? Yeah, oh, that's so yeah. cool. Oh, I, I live there um, ten years too. Out oh, there, Austell area. You so know, what? Austell area. Austell, where's that? Like the Wilkins. over there, um, by Six Flags. <laughs> okay, bet, bet, bet. Okay, yeah, now yeah. where are you at? Brandon? I was everywhere. I lived in Lithia Springs. Oh, for I lived real? In Austell. Lithia. Lithia. Spell it. Yeah. It's not about yeah. me. <laughs> I live. I live. I live Union City. I was all. Oh dang! All around, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. So I met Brendan, you know, the other other organization was a part of before. And um, just the biggest thing that I noticed from growing up is that I didn't, I have a father figure, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But a big brother is something that I always wanted. Mm. I see Brandon like that for myself, but just being that figure, you know, in, in, in the community for the young men and young women. So being, being around and forward and beyond has definitely went from, you know, an idea of his. to Yeah, he was, really, he was there from the conception. <laughs> like when I was like, man, we should probably do, like we were both kind of, um, we we enjoyed the fact that we were a part of something bigger than ourselves, That's real. like the 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 other organization that we were part of. But we were like, man, I feel like we there's still so much more that we can right. do. We, there, I feel real. like there's a mark that we are missing, and mm, so me and him just kept yeah. having ideas and just talking and just yeah. back and forth. And like since day one, Aaron has been there. Like I got you, I'm supporting you. Whatever you need, I'm here. Whether it's from a media standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, like I mean, everything that we need, Aaron is Aaron, Aaron is. He's been there from day one, and yeah. and you you need people like that. If you're gonna have somebody that believes in your vision, yeah, you need to have somebody that believes in it just as much, if not more, than you. That's because real. you 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 get your your vision gets cloudy, mm-hmm. you get frustrated, you 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 second guess yourself sometimes. Right. But he he can see things that I can't, mm. or he can bring a fresh perspective that you know I might think I have a great idea, but he makes that idea even better by you yeah. know well what 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 about this this and this. So it's it's really good to have yeah, somebody man. like Aaron with me to to kind of help push me, but also. This is just as much his company as it is mine. You know what I'm saying? Smelling kind of hard, eh? Smelling kind of hard, buddy. It feels good to see that, you know, and also see the kids and see where they, you know, where they went from from week one to now we're in week seven yeah. in, in, in the program and see how they have changed so much. You know, mm-hmm. we had kids they just pouring out things that that they would normally not yeah, say. Girls are on fire. They're pouring yeah. out. They're just saying, "Hey, this is they what really I'm going are. through." That's Even dope. with the guys, I mean, as you're talking about today, the men, it's yeah. crazy, man. That's man, and, and guys, please, please, please listen to this conversation. Like, this is a serious conversation going on. Like, whenever conservatives, like, really critique the black community, they always say, 
what are you guys doing for yourself? You guys complain right. about the police brutality. But what about black on black crime? What about the fatherlessness? What about the poverty? What about all these issues going on in your community? You guys don't, what people don't know is that people are doing stuff. Yeah. You guys are doing stuff, yeah. but no one's hearing about it. Yeah. Like, no one's hearing about it. And, I, and I'm just so thankful you guys are here, man, sharing your story because there are, are really dope people out there who are doing really, really dope stuff. And, man. And I just want, also, I want to say, gosh, is, so figure dope. out some ways. I mean, tell them how, um, if people want to help, if they want to volunteer, they want to help on the media team, or they want to continue to support you all, how can they do that? Yeah, I That's mean, real. like, that. Thank you for saying that. We we have a lot of different ways that people can can support us. Uh, the our whole premise behind Ford and Beyond again is like we want to connect people to something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. And if we get a, a a team of of dope individuals that come together and say, "Hey, man, I don't I, I I don't want anything but to help the next generation," then what happens is they start moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. That's where the forward comes in. But then when we actually go into the schools and you've experienced this yourself, yeah. when we actually go into the schools and you see the program and you see like literally the lives being changed or the questions that these kids are asking, well, mm-hmm. that's when you become that agent of change. And and right. the beyond is where you, you where, where you do just that and you mm-hmm. go beyond what you can do for yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you start to influence the life of others. So the first thing you can do is become a volunteer. The next thing you can do is, and, and a volunteer can be a, a number of different things. Like you said, you can actually mentor and volunteer in the schools in our after school programming. We have about three different schools right now. They want to put us in all of the middle schools, but hey, we need hey, more man. people. There we go. Let's go. Come on. Um, but, hey, but also from a media standpoint, expansion. we know that technology <laughs> is the wave of the future. And so we're looking for people to help us as it relates to that uh, uh, so that we can expand um, the way that we're relating to, to the students. But we're also on the cutting edge of, of, of the wave of the future as well. So that yeah. it's kind of like not just for the students, but, you know, the more the, the more technology we have and the, and the better we are at how we position and present our 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 um, our our information or our, our curriculum, mm-hmm. then we can expand this thing. It doesn't just have to stay where it is in, in Houston. It can, and it can expand across the globe. And then another way is we do summer camps and, and, and day trips. And so if people want to help sponsor students, it costs us about, uh, it costs us about, uh, give. yeah, it costs us about $80, $80 per bucks. season for a, a student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these students don't pay a dime. Yeah. And so we depend Shout on. Shout out to that free scope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, 99 we, we, we depend on, on, you know, the help of others, the uh, donations, grants, mm-hmm. I mean, all that stuff. So that's that's really how we how we how we're mm-hmm. making it happen for the kids. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 lastly but not least, so tell somebody about it, man. Yeah. We we're we're just getting ready to put out our, our gear. We have a oh, that, that, that I mean, hoodie I've been trying we got a we got a clothing line coming out. How much is that hoodie, man? Man, for you it's free. No lie to me. See, he don't free. lie to me. He's going to pay for it, but you're not going to have to. I'm going to charge him. <laughs> see what Bro, I'm saying? <laughs> I want that exact color. <laughs> that mu- and it's my love, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you see, I, look, That's you got to surround color. yourself. Right. Green we green got, look, so we got our clothing line coming Bro. out, and it's kind of like the whole concept, like how man, Tom's had their shoes. We got to have it. We got to. Hey, you need pictures done for that clothing line? Let me know. I, see, with, I got I, you. That's amazing. You see how you And look, I surround people with the. God has given <laughs> this guy, man. I'm gonna call him Straightening Comb Johnson. But anyway, Straightening Comb. So, so clothing line. Like, if yeah. people say, "Hey, I, I don't live in that city, or I would love to, whatever, whatever." Yeah. And and as opposed to just saying, "Hey, send us some money," yeah. like you know, you can actually rock our gear. Um, support the brand. Man, it, so it means something, and, yeah. and we we like to think we got a pretty but dope they, logo, and we got a couple of styles fire, too. Bro. Look, go also follow us on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, put them out there. Young, young. Young. So it's it's underscore forward and beyond. So F O R W A R. Yes, spell it for people like Chris. A N D B Y O N D. Underscore forward and beyond. Definitely follow us, man. People got a website too. Got a website up. Yeah. Lord. www.fordandbeyond.com. Yeah. Hey, and you got the name. That's fine. 
People, right. people, people, please. People, people, listen to me. last time we're going to talk about this. Yes. I hope not. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> as of now. Okay. If you're looking for something to impact the younger kids, girls and guys. Girls and boys. <laughs> I just. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. This is, I'm telling you, this day. is this is the organization that you want to be a part but of. We need you to be consistent. You consistent. can't well, you, come in. That's true. You got to be no wishy washy, no Migos. It can't be, nah. You got to be yeah, consistent because nah, we, we kids always get attached. They we get always attached. we always say that truth alone does not change people, but consistency in that truth right. changes people. I'm telling you, them, 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 man, hey. boy. But here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. We're going to get into forward and beyond. We're going to get into all the stuff. But before we go forward and beyond, we got to okay. go backwards and near. I'm bad that y'all really laughed. It took, <laughs> it took me a minute. I'm, I'm really, like, I, he was really thinking about, I'm thinking about the whole really, really, <laughs> He was really trying to figure out how to, how to, how but, to, how but, to throw but, the plug. Here's, here's why. Backwards and near. Here's wow. why. Here's why. Because a lot of people are going to be like, yo, there's some really dope young black men who are doing some really dope things. But... We all weren't once these people. Nope. You know what I mean? We all, and, and we're still not, whatever image they have of us, Bruh. we're still not those people. Bruh. So, man, let's, I kind of want to hear, because Chris was telling me that how much you influence him and how impactful you, you have been for his life because of your story, because of your journey. And I feel like a lot of people don't see, especially with the black man, his journey, his progression, his mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that, man, just about, like, your your upbringing, you know, both of you guys' upbringings, you know, just kind of the just the, the, the trappings, difficulties of being a black man, um, some of the struggles you went through, and, man, like, what helped you grow? Because I feel like a lot of people are stagnant and they're trying to grow, but they don't know how to. So they see the finished result, but they don't know how to get there. So I kind of, let's start off with some of your stories, some of the background, man, just just some of what it was like being a young young man in these streets. Man, streets. honestly, I was I wasn't in the streets for I was in I was born and raised in Dothan, Alabama. Oh, and, it, and it's Dothan, it's like by Troy. It, how do you know? I went about to Troy. That? You went to. T- I don't like this. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't like this. Hey, hey, I like this dude. Hey, hey, man, wow. can we just cut him out I the saw, picture and just us hang out? Hey, bro, saw, let's just take Chris. Let's just take him out the picture. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm born and raised in Dothan, Alabama, man. So, but you know, for me, growing up. Um, I went to a small private school, and, and I, a lot of people, you know, they have the exact opposite Rivers. story. They went to, they went to, you know, school, uh, in the hood, or they went to public school, or they from the hood. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm be honest, I'm not from the hood. That's not you my lifestyle. Mind. But, but I, I wanted to connect myself with people from that lifestyle because I was, I was ingrained in something that was the exact opposite, and so mm-hmm. it was like that, that trying to fit in, let people know, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm not, I'm not lame just because I go to private school or da 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 da. And so, I, honestly, I'm glad my parents put me in private school because I really got this to, to see. Uh, the best of both worlds mm-hmm. because during the week I'm in private school, but on the weekends I'd stay in the projects all weekend playing okay. basketball and, and, and doing stuff. So like, I remember being in, 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 I would go get my haircut in the projects, everything. I remember being down there one day and uh, this dude come running in there and he was like, hide me, hide me, man, hide me. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> and, like he literally yeah. was like running from the police. Yeah, or yeah. I remember, you know, being down there playing basketball and this dude talking about something, what's up? You want some rocks? I'm like, I got a basketball. And he like opened his mouth and got the, got the mm. oh, rocks dang. in his mouth. And the, you know what I'm saying? So just, Surprise it's kind of like, I'm, I'm so supply. confused because I'm, I'm, I see this in and I, and I see what I go through and it's like, yeah. I, I, I remember going to to Disney World when I was a kid. I remember, you know, oh, wow. my parent, both of my parents being in my life, and, Shout out and to stuff mom and like dad. that. And so, 
just to see the dynamics of what other people are going through, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, man, this is different. So then, you know, I went through high school and everything, got to college, and I went to an HBCU. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Shout out one? to Oakwood University in Huntsville, okay, Alabama. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So, so, so I went, I went to a, a, a HBCU. And uh, it totally changed my world. I bet it did. I went to an all-white private school in in, in middle school and high school. Coaching shop. so I go to, oh, man, what? (laughs) And so every mistake that you could make, every girl that you could try to holler at, every Mm. just whatever, I did it, man. Mm. I I, I think that was like my high school slash college experience Mm. because, I, I mean, I lived a somewhat sheltered life, but... I, I I just got out there and 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 because and I and because I had my parents in my life, they never were just like, hey son, let me talk to you. This is how you treat a girl. Mm. This is what you do about credit. This is what you. I mean, we just went through the motions. Like I feel like a lot of parents and and a lot of kids do with their family members. You just go mm-hmm. through the motions and you do what you think you're supposed to do or say what you think you're supposed to say around certain people. Yeah, mm. it's very rare that that when you're being raised that your parents will tell you, hey man. You need to be consistent in who you are at all times. Don't be this person here to be this. So I would be that one person in church. I would be that one person around my parents. I would be that one person around the girls. I would be that. You know what I'm saying? I was mm. I, because I didn't know. I'm I'm trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like a lot of I feel like a lot of young men or women and just kids in general or even adults. Man, we yeah. all we just trying to figure this thing out. Man, that's yeah. real. That's crazy because I felt that same way growing up. Um, similar story, you know. I think a lot of people don't understand the Nigerian American experience. I, yeah, okay. like yeah, it's, it's gotta it's, be. It's crazy because. First, you're not black, but then you're not white. You know what I mean? It's kind of like... definitely not white. Yeah, you're definitely not white. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Chris, so we don't know. It's definitely, it's definitely I a, am, a different experience. Listen, Dag, oh I am God. 66% African American. Okay, out of that 66% majority, I am Ivory Coast slash Ghana. And then the rest, I am good hair. Great, but you, you know the crazy but thing French, about that. I am French and black. I'm Creole. <laughs> you know the crazy thing about that. Nobody cares. Go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> but nah, I think like kind of what you were saying about. <laughs> Y'all can see my face right now. Make sure you zoom the camera oh, in on Jordan's gosh. face. Um, but not just that identity crisis. You know what I mean? Just that identity crisis of like, That's what major. does it mean to be me? Right. What does it mean to be? A man, you yeah. feel me? I feel like, th- like, because, like you said, your parents show you one thing, and then society showed you something completely else. And we do what we're either preconditioned to do mm. or what we expect other people I think we're right. automatically gonna That's do. Amazing. Yeah, like I, I know people when I got to college, it was certain people like this dude. One of the dudes I know, he he was from a good family. Um, his dad was like a doctor. His mom was something else. That I mean, it's they were they were a great family. But when he got to school. You know, everybody thought he was like a little thug or whatever. So he ended up becoming what everybody mm. thought. He was the little dude that oh, wow. walked around. His haircut changed. He his his vehicles just. I mean, he just had that prototypical uh 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 or stereotypical just the car that you yeah. the, the Impala with the uh, with the rims. Then he had the you know what I'm saying? Like his whole his whole lifestyle changed, man. And I yeah. think it was and because it was crazy when I went I went um our basketball team went to his hometown one you time and he, our basketball team went to his hometown one time, and to see how he interacted with his parents and yeah. how he whatever, it's just like, whoa, like Wait, that's, you're not this big bad wolf yeah. that everybody portrays you. Yes, sir. No and, man, I, and I feel like that's what wow. we do, though. Mm. We we end up becoming who we feel others think why? we are. Why? 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 Because me. I'm gonna tell you why. Because honestly, whether you have your parents in your life or not, or whether you grew up with one a one parent household or whatever, your situation is. It is the parents' job 
to speak identity into their children, That's especially real. young men. Yeah, it is the parents' job to speak identity. And if your parents don't know who they are, they're still trying to figure it out. Or if they're not there to kind of help Ooh. guide you, you're going to gravitate to whoever speaks life into you first. That's major. So, so if it's a coach, like, hey, man, I see something in you. You got potential. You're going to gravitate that and you're going to try to be the best athlete you yeah. can. If it's if it's somebody on the street, like, yo, man, you could really make some money out here slinging. it. You know what I'm saying? Whoever gets you first and speaks identity to you first, yeah. mm, you're going to gravitate towards yeah, that. That's major. That's yeah. why you have we have a lot of kids that don't know who they are as far as sexually right now. They're trying to figure out. I'm talking about in middle school. Yeah, they're, they're really trying to like they're experimenting with everything. Yeah. because they don't they don't have any identity and they're and and anybody that speaks something Lost, into man. them, whether it's a guy or girl, whether it's the same sex, opposite sex, yeah. they don't care. They're gravitating toward that's that because crazy. they want to belong to something. And that's crazy because I remember the uh, the exercise that we did when we had them speaking to a mirror. Like, yep. tell me what you see. Who you are, and someone was just like they didn't know what to do. They man. literally just looked at themselves and just like they didn't believe. They like, oh, they'll say something like, "Oh yeah, I think I'm smart." Like, they what? <laughs> that's not believable. Yeah, like, you telling me that? Major. I don't even believe that. But they don't. They don't get it, man. Mm. They they don't. It, it's hard for them to see see themselves as something more than uh, what they what's been in front of them. And I don't even think it's. I think it's adults too. I don't think people wake up in the morning looking at themselves like, man, God. Dang, boy, you would do well. It's a reason why. Well, like, remember the story, uh, t- the story about the little boy from our from our school after the event. Oh yeah, man, it's crazy. One of the kids, um, we went to a day trip, man, and um, speaking to the mic here, day trip, you know, and 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 we we get back and we looking to get these kids picked up from their parents. So we out here and um, it's getting dark, it's getting darker, and this this kid's parent didn't show up. Yeah, didn't show up at all. So I'm like, okay, call your mom. Mom answered the phone. So I took him home. Yeah. So he was actually gonna walk home first. So Whoa. I said, no, nah, man, I'll take you home. So uh, he says about five minutes, about, about, about a 10 minute walk. I, I'm driving my car, man. It's 20 minutes to get there in my car. Wow. So I get there, his mom is home. His mm-hmm. mom tells him at the house. His mom tells him, it's not my weekend, it's your dad's weekend. Go to his house. Mm. So I'm sitting here like, would not open the door for her own child. Almost I'm sitting here like, I'm like, are, are you serious? He's not gonna, so I, so he eventually went inside. His, he mm. got inside the house, but just that moment right there, I, I, I called my mom. Mom, thank you, mom, dad, thank you. And, and as a, and as a middle school kid, you don't know how to. You no. can't buck back and be like, you're going to open this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you're embarrassed to go back to the cards and be like, yo, yeah. this is what happened. Like, And, and that's what they face every day. Like, every day. When they leave our program, we don't know if that's the last time they're going to eat a meal. Yeah. We don't know if they're going home cool. to an abusive situation. Yeah. Um, And the letters and, and the notes and the stuff that these kids write us, like they, they wrote us some stuff on Instagram, Instagram the other day. This girl said, literally, she said, if it was not for this program, I definitely would have killed myself. Last year. That's, that's real, man. Pause. So, I think... One thing that Brandon said that stood out to me was, if you don't know your identity, if you don't know who you are, you won't know how to live. But even before you even get there, if your parents don't know who they are and they have you, how much more can they teach you when they're lost? The blind leading the blind. Blind leading their blind. And the reason why I I really wanted to start that conversation with going backwards because so many people are still there. You feel me? (laughs) I love it. I love that you guys are trying to take everybody forward and beyond, but so many people are still back there. You know, where that starts at with me, how I grew up, man, um, I grew up Army brat, so Atlanta's one place I live. I live overseas in Barbados. My mom's from Barbados. Okay. Um, You know, I live live in New York. I live in Long Island, New York, man. I went to a, a, a predominantly white high school. 
I'm the only black kid, like kind of like you. And then one of the biggest things that I dealt with as a black man, as a black kid, it was was education. You know, mm-hmm. they tried to put me in this program called BOCES, like a like an after school program, mm-hmm. pretty much saying that, hey, you know what, you probably can't take these classes, get into get into different classes, you're not smart enough. Yeah. From that day, I actually thought I wasn't smart enough, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe just teaching me different. They spoke that over you. They yeah. spoke that over me, so I, I automatically thought, okay, you know, what? I'm not smart enough. So throughout my whole entire life, man, I grew up education not taking it serious. It wasn't until I got into college, went to another black college, Bethune Cookman. Shout out to Bethune Cookman. Down in Florida. Yeah, man. So so I went there, man, seeing black professors, seeing black women, black men, you know, mm. just seeing them doing it. I knew then that, that I was, you know, capable. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was too late. You know, my GPA in high school wasn't all that good. So hey, it is what it student is. loans, I'm still 7. paying. Sal- two point- oh, you paying those? Oh. Sally May, I'm, I'm well, not going to pay you back no time soon. Don't worry about Sally it. Sally May do not put but, Only going to make a lot of money without stripping. Name Sally. Wow. But, you know, the biggest thing that she, I learned today, man, <laughs> inside the schools, I was talking to the kid today, talking to the boys about their grades. Yeah. And these kids have great grades, but they're clowns. They, they some, clowns. some of them. They're clowns. No, actually, a lot of them had good grades. At the school we were at today. T- today. Uh, today. 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 We're not even going to say what school but that was. It just, it just brought me back to when I was a yeah. kid, like how I struggled mentally thinking I was smart enough. And I think that's the biggest thing that society does to black men is that they take out the black man out of father out of the household, yeah. and then they 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 slow us down educational wise. Because you keep your mind simple, you're not gonna go further. Yeah, and you're not gonna go forward and beyond. You know. So today I was really talking to these kids. This one kid's big clown. I'm like, bro, why are you being a clown He's for? A clown. This kid had one low grade, the seventy two. Yeah, everything else was 80, 90s, and hundreds. Like, why are you doing this, man? You, you, you're very smart. You're not here to be a clown. Mm. No, be, be you. Be, because they don't know what it means to lead. Yeah. They don't know what it means to lead because they have seen. no, they've never seen a position of leadership wow. in their that community, like much less, even worse, in their household. You know where this is going. I know where this is going. Where's I know. Going? I know. Going? Now I know where this episode's going. We didn't know at the beginning. I'm not gonna lie to you. But <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Got it. I got We're it. We're professionals. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs> going forward and beyond is not just about yourself, but it's about leading other people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And which my man Brandon's doing by leading Chris. You are helping Chris go forward and beyond, right? And then. My what my man what my man Aaron is also doing by leading these young students, you're helping lead them forward and beyond. It's, but but the reason that you were able to initiate this was by getting that identity put in yourself and moving forward and moving forward. There's no test about the test. Well, there's no testimony about the test. Man. That's so real. Whew. But so many people right now, they're stuck. They're stuck. They're stuck. They don't know who they are. Yeah. I mean, this is not just men talk because I feel like the like, I love the men talk. But this is even the women talk. It's not even just black talk. This is the white talk. We want to talk about for the culture, for the culture. This is a culture talk right here. This is the culture talk because, honestly, it it really is up to us right now. Um, um, Because the the state that we're in, if you want to, you can depend on your politicians and and your mamas and daddies and your pastors and all these other people if you want to. But at the end of the day, we we can either complain about where the the generation and the millennials are going or we can do something about it. And and, and we can stop being stagnant and, and really move forward. And yeah. like you said, once I move forward, then it's kind of yeah. like, bet, I, I, we can't have a forward and beyond or whatever if, if, if okay, I got to make a move. 
And then not only am I gonna make a move, I'm gonna connect with a Chris. I'm gonna connect. I'm with an Aaron. I'm gonna. And then that movement can can move, start to move itself, and we go beyond just what I can do. Yeah. Yep. You know, for but I have to move forward first yeah. before I can include somebody else. And so then, because how I met all these different guys, man, I'm saying when energy is kinetic. Yeah. And when you see somebody with some dope energy yeah. and you see like, man, I mean, they may not have it all figured out, but they trying, they trying to go in the right. Because I tell Aaron all the time, hey, man, keep me straight, man. Hey, man, I'm all over the place. I need some structure. Duh, 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 duh. But, but once once you get that thing going, you start moving forward, yeah. then you connect with the right people. Then you can go so much further and so much more beyond just what you could do. Yeah. And you could reach so many more people. Just even how we're even sitting on this couch right now yeah. is because I connected with him. Yeah. And then he told me about what he had going on. And then what it does is it, you reciprocate it. Okay. Like some people want you to, some people just want you to come and be a part of what they got going on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to, no, nah, man, let me find out what's, on, what, what's up with you too. What okay. matters in your life? You know what I'm saying? I don't mm. want this just to be a one-way street. That's real. So Jordan, I got a question for you, man. Uh-oh, Chris. I was thinking about this um, because it starts with finding who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then once you find who you are, you're able to move forward. Okay. And a lot of, a lot of people are stuck. And I know you've talked about a lot of your friends, you know, post-college graduates have the young adult blues are stuck and are really trying to figure out who they are and where they're trying to go. Wow. Man, like you this year, in my opinion, you've navigated that like a beast. You know okay. what I mean? Like you, it was a struggle. You know what I mean? Like you were literally Moby Dick wow. yeah. on that ship. Minus you know the Moby. I mean? Sorry. Like pause. You, pause. 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 <laughs> but you navigated that mug. To at least to at least steady waters. I'm not saying it's perfect. Yeah. What helped you? You know what I mean? What were some of those things that can that can we can apply to our listeners Public and to care. people listening on the show? What helped you, man, really start getting to where you need to get to in life this year? Who know it? Yeah. Oh man. That's a good Afro. question. Yeah. Loaded question. Loaded. Loaded. Nachos. Um <laughs> if man just said loaded nachos. Uh I think. Where, cause like my, I used to find my identity in in words of affirmation. Okay. Right. Really never got that from my father. You know, he was always around, but my dad's not much of a talker. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not. He's not a talker. <laughs> my dad is a strict, hard. I grew up on fear. Right. Okay. That's it. Right. <laughs> you know, everything, all the decisions I made. Sounds like a lot of black households. Yeah. My dad I, was opposite. <laughs> complete opposite. Complete. <laughs> my dad. Was Barney? <laughs> oh, was Barney? Oh, we, complete opposite. Complete. <laughs> like, like, no, like, it's, it's. I mean, I make, I made decisions literally so I can always seek out that my dad's approval, right, like, off top, mm, right. And then, the, and, and because of that, I used to view God as same way as my dad. So if I mess up, very my dad, judgmental, very my dad come would, down on me. He yeah. would come down on me. And same thing with the. If I make it, if I sin, I believe God is like. Shame, shun, yada yada yada. Um, so after college, I'm I'm here, I'm I'm in this world, and after all the stuff I went through, I'm just like, you know, I'm making all these lordship decisions. Where the crap is God at? You yeah. know, like where is he? Where are you now? Kind of thing. So lordship decisions mean like big decisions, like what, like big what decisions are you gonna, like, to go after, yeah, to, say, go, to go yeah. after the Lord to to okay, follow His will, not my own. Okay, that's bet. what lordship decisions is. Okay, um, Preach. so um. So I'm I'm just in this in this mood where it's like I I don't see God I don't have nobody to go to you know honestly all my roommates are basically in the same position I'm in like we're Neverland we, <laughs> we was in Neverland we just floating around <laughs> yeah. like literally we just we were just stuck right um 
So I think one of the things that that kind of kind of kept us going is like we had these conversations, we had the freaking podcast. Mm, shout out to the podcast. We had boy. this podcast to really to to use it as therapy. Like, man, this is what the crap I'm going that through. That mug was therapy. Boy. Small I'm groups. telling you, this is what's our therapy. This is what yeah. got us through 2017. Like, uh-huh. honestly, yeah. Because um, we kept it real with each other, and and I think also it just it, God just works in mysterious ways. Mm. And I when I had like I met I talked to Brandon with for 30 seconds on that Sunday, and it wasn't even about him. Mm. Like, I talked to John Gray. I was like, John Gray, you want to work with the Urban League? Yes, talk to that man. Yeah. Happened to be Brandon. Yeah. And Brandon was like, what you, like, what, what John Gray want to talk, want you to talk about? It's like, the Urban League. Oh, what's your name and number? Cool. Happened to call me probably like two or three days later, yeah. and he was uh, just told me about Ford and Beyond. I was like, oh, yeah. that's what's up, babe. Started meeting up, and, uh, and, and I was noticing, like, just hearing the story, I was like, man, he kind of struggles the same thing I, I struggled with. Yeah. And I can see him on the other side. That's real. And I can see that. You I gotta can actually, see somebody on the other you side. You gotta see somebody on the other side. And That's I also real. think you have to uh you have to find somebody that struggle with the same things that you struggle yeah, yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Like if if the person can't connect with you at all, yeah. Like, and he can't like, hey man, I know what you're going through. I've been there. This is how I like, I I got it at. It's kind of it probably just won't work. Cause mm-hmm. I wanted somebody that's been through. Yeah. What the crap on like knows what I'm talking about, not know, oh yeah, I was I'm a virgin until I'm married. Nah, like you can't help me then, fam. Yeah. <laughs> you can't help me. Nah, I'm sorry. You, sure? yeah. you can't do it. Oh. Um so I think I think God definitely put the right people in my life. And uh and like it just I just kept pushing forward even though I want to. I think like Sam said it uh the best um uh, when I wasn't on the show. He said, I'm a pessimist who wait, no, he said I'm an optimist, but I think pessimist, something like that. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Basically, I, basically, I'm I'm a negative person, but I always go out in the world and get my best foot forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, basically yeah. what that's basically what it is. Yeah. So I just never gave up. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm finished complete product, but yeah. um, I'm like I have grown in 2017 more than I have grown all four years of college wow. easily, easily wow. just being in this world and uh. And having the podcast and having people like Brandon, having people like you, Hafiz, Francis, everybody in this room that kind of yeah. they helped me out in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Young Adult Blues, you cannot get out of it <laughs> if one, you don't put effort into it, and two, you can't. You have to find people to help you pull out. That's that's to. a theme. You have to. That's the theme. The theme is it's not. You can't do it by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. You cannot. And, but we try. We, and we, we think try we can. all the time. And that, and that's time. why when I said at the very beginning of the show why I'm so thankful for Brandon and what Aaron is doing is that they understand that people can't get through this by themselves, by and they're to. going out to help pull people through it. Because the biggest problem going on today is everybody wants to be that self-made man, that self-made woman. It's not, I don't need it's not, nobody. It's not, it's not real. That's, that's unrealistic in, in the ideology of thinking that you can do it by yourself. I told kids a while back, I said, there is no such thing as self-made. Mm. Because everybody was here. Even if you don't have your parents or somebody on uh, in your life, you, you still have that great-great-grandparent or somebody that made a sacrifice to have you, uh, that you're able to be in the position that you're in today. That's you know, and, and I, I also think it's uh it's people out there that kind of just waiting, you, you know, waiting that? for like waiting for a relationship to give them value, mm. waiting for a man to give them value, waiting mm. for a job or certain kind of money to give them value or mm. a certain material thing to give them value. And like, even when you right, get I'm it, successful. you're still gonna be waiting. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. And yeah. I, I and people have to experience that to really believe that. 
Yeah. Experience what experience like cause like you said, like when people get like, oh man, you you hear people like that have a whole lot of money commit suicide all the time. That's true. The Tom Brady interview is something that you can always go back to on 60 Minutes. Yeah. Like Tom Brady, you have the beautiful wife, you yeah. have the the amazing kids, you are what perfect in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, what's next? And he's literally looking at the camera like he's about to cry. Like, I have no idea. I have I don't know. Like, yeah. I have everything in this life he that, said has, that, like, was that that yeah. he said that uh, interview a long time ago. Yeah, uh, he basically said, "I have everything in this life and it's still not enough." That's real. This is when Tom Brady was perfect. Well, you know why? You know why? Because I feel like we have an innate desire. There's always going to be an innate desire for more. I mean, I don't want to get spiritual on you, but like we we were created so for so no, much get, more. No, get spiritual. We were, we were created. We were created for so much more. Give that meat. Yeah, we were created for so much more, and and this and and. No matter what you possess or obtain in this world, you will never experience what you were created to experience because we are um, earthly minded, but we are created for eternity. Mm. And yeah. so th- th- there's a longing desire inside of us for eternity. And a lot of times when people don't feel like, man, I don't feel my purpose. I don't feel like I'm being fulfilled. What you're really saying is, I don't feel like I'm giving more of what I was created to do um, a- a- in order to get where I was created to go. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Hold on one second. I, no. never hey. I never said that before. I never said that before. Spiritual yummy. Don't worry, we'll play I don't, I don't yum, feel. Yum. I don't feel like... I'm giving enough of what I was created to do in order to get to where I was created to Ooh. go. Yeah. I feel and, and I and I and I feel like what's hurt what, nobody now. <laughs> what what was happening is we're trying to fill that void with all these other things, whether yeah. it's women, whether it's yep. uh uh possessions, whether it's all this other stuff. We 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 put the wrong peas in the pot. Like we, we want we want we want uh possessions, we want power, we want the other piece. We put all these peas in the pot, but 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 we forget that if if we follow what our purpose is, then it'll lead to power. There's power in your purpose. You know what I'm saying? There's you you will possess whatever you're supposed to best possess once you follow your purpose. You know what I'm saying? And your purpose usually isn't attached to just you. Mm. It's attached to who you are supposed to be connected to yeah. and who you're supposed to reach. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. man I, I, I was reading this book um, called "What Earth Am I Here For" by Pastor Rick Warren. Okay, and that's what really what it was talking about is finding your purpose. And that's, that's as real. a young adult, I'm 27, yeah. but 28 in this month, and I'm starting to realize for myself that I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep, I'm a yeah. drug rep. I'm not. I, I don't feel fulfilled doing yeah. this. I'm making money. I'm paying my bills. Yeah. But I feel my purpose more. Working with these kids, yeah, that's dope. I yeah. feel like I'm evangelism, and I'm out here showing, bringing these kids into the light, yeah, yeah. taking out of their darkness. Because I was once there as a kid, oh, that's real. you know what I mean. So, if anybody out there, young adults, looking to find or to research and and find deeper into their purpose, read that book. You know, it's definitely a good opportunity Rick for Warren's you to a beast. Rick and, Warren's a beast. And, and and here's my thing. You know, what I'm saying Fab is right here, right now. We in we in the school district here, whatever. But there are people. I'm telling you, if you get connected with, and it doesn't have to just be us, but you know, if you get connected with a group like Fab, right? Wherever you're from, you may know somebody and some kids that's struggling or, or, or in a specific area of, of whatever area you're from. I'm telling you, man, get connected to something that's bigger than yourself. Right. Help be faithful where you are. Help to grow that so that in turn, you can take those same seeds and go back and deposit it in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I want a fab back in Dothan, Alabama. Yeah. He wants a fab no. uh, in, in Barbados. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, yeah. we this, this is stuff yes, that needs to be across the country because mm-hmm. what we're realizing is 
when you go to do stuff and you take yourself out of the equation and you intentionally go to, to be a minister or be a part of what's going to bless or enhance or help others move forward, That's real. you'll find out that the experience in and of itself is going to be cathartic for you. Yeah. And you're going to ultimately grow yeah. um, because you made a decision to move forward and it's going to bless your life. You had the intent for somebody else, yeah. but that thing boomeranged and came back and it blessed you. That's mm. real, man. Man, before we go into a uh, commercial break, I think the biggest takeaway that I got from this segment is the important importance of finding that identity, right. finding who you are. And you can't do it by yourself. Can't do it alone. You can't do it by yourself. You can't do it alone. You have to find the right people. It takes I a think village. It takes a village. Ooh. And I think what's so dope is that Chris was able to find Brandon and Aaron was able to go out to meet people, but you may not have anybody. You know what I mean? But what you do have are the resources, are the books like Aaron shared, like the podcast, like you have limited resources, you do have your resources. But here's the thing, stop, stop, stop waiting on somebody else to come and, and, oh, and wow. validate you. Yeah. Okay. Take that step yourself. And and what if, what if, what if you, you can't works. find somebody because you are that somebody? Oh. What if there's somebody in your apartment complex? What if there's somebody in at your job or in your sphere of influence yeah. that you're so busy waiting on it to come to you? Yeah. Why don't you go to it and you be that person to somebody? Like That's a lot amazing. of times when I'm struggling and I'm going through something yeah. and I'm frustrated, I, I, I look for people. I'll just yeah. look for people, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on my phone. Like, hey, hey, how, what, how can I pray for you? That's how, how can I? How can I? Like, so what, help, what's on your mind? So help other people to stimulate the helping yourself. That's real, man. I, I, I know, I know. Brandon see on my face all the time. I come in there and be like, just stressed, <laughs> yeah. struggling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, seeing uh, what uh, him and Aaron been be t- telling the kids, and, yeah. and I can hear what the and speaking to the kids, yeah. and actually giving some practical advice yeah. and uh, to help them move forward and beyond. Yeah. Afterwards, I'm like, all right, I'm good. You know, I feel yeah. relieved. And, and, and here's the thing. Just because we up there, uh, you know, because the kids probably see you and they think, oh, he's straight, oh, his yeah, life, he's good, whatever. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, I, I this has been one of the toughest years for me personally That's with real. starting this business and organization financially. Yeah. My wife just had a baby. Like, it's a Ooh, lot going on. Baby. And and I was I was really frustrated one day. I'm like, man, come on, man. I, I need, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to help others. Da, 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 da. And God told me, he's like, how do you expect to commission other people to move forward and beyond from a place of comfort? Mm. You cannot when, be when the ones you are trying to yeah. when the ones who are seeking uh, what you're carrying aren't aren't in a place of comfort themselves. Wow, it's major. And and it's and it and it makes my message more relatable yep. because I I know what it is to be a grown man and yeah. and, and need food stamps or or need social security to help my yeah. my wife or you, you know what I'm saying like yeah. I understand that struggle and, and these kids are going through stuff way worse than what yeah. I'm dealing yeah. with. Yeah. yeah, you know what so, I'm saying. Man, everybody. The challenge is get out of your comfort zone. Go find somebody or something. Well, let's start off. Find somebody to get connected with and then find something greater than yourself to invest yourself into. You got to join a vehicle. That's that's our challenge to you guys. You're in a rut. You're going through struggles. You're going through difficulties. You don't know who you are. You want to start that legacy in your family. That's your challenge. Get out of that comfort zone. Find someone to connect with and then find something greater than yourself to invest and in. Move and Just move, move forward. Just move forward. Stop looking at the past or where you currently are. Beyond. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm about to say something. You ended though. Okay. <laughs> you want to say something? I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wanted. 
I don't know if you forgot what I said. Okay, because I was going to say mine was kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, you, you, he kind of messed it up. It's kind of yeah. like the end of the movie, and then you wanted to keep the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right, bro. Yeah, yeah. You you can't rerun the credits when you're already ready. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick commercial break. We are the roommates, and we'll be back. Okay, okay, we are back. We are back. And guys, man, uh, that mug was so good. That mug was so encouraging. But... We got to get to the ratchet stuff. That's <laughs> what Francis is here for. Got to get to the ratchet stuff. Oh, wait, <laughs> the entertaining mint. Uh, entertaining enter- mint. Entertaining mint. I don't know where I found this guy. I don't know where I found myself either. <laughs> anyway, so I realized that both you guys are married. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank on man. finding you, you know, a little boo thing. And me and Christopher Jordan Bilo are living Dang. our best lives now. Single. <laughs> you're, you're living your life like it's golden. So, so all the time. <laughs> so, uh, my, I think it would be a really, really interesting um, conversation to really understand what caused you guys to decide to settle down. Because I feel like as a young black man, especially Please. when you got that juice, that salt. it's it's a lot. You lived in Atlanta, so you know what it is. You know what time it is. That's why I had to leave Atlanta. (laughs) The Lord would not allow me to stay there. Why do you think I'm in the (laughs) huge? So, man, like, so how would you describe? Not how would you describe? Why? uh, What caused you to decide to settle down when we live in a society that says young black men live your best life now to the maximum? What caused you guys to want to settle down? You want to go first because I think mine's a little. Yeah, you know, mine's I, a little I more. Just got married five months ago, man. So Whoa, still fresh is... in the game, so fresh. You but... don't see that? You didn't see that chain yeah, in that ball he yeah, dug in here? Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> ball and chain. Yeah, you know, um, I met my wife in college, man, and and um, oh, for real, going Cute. through it, college. You know, I definitely, you know, pledged with uh, fraternity. Which, which, which uh, only, the only, only the one that matters. Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Yo, Yo, Sweet I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I love Kappas. No homo. Hey. I love <laughs> Kappas. My brother's a Kappa. My brother's a Kappa. <laughs> not like just thinking, like, I want to yeah. marry yeah. Kappa. I want to marry I love Kappa. Man, I love the fraternity. Yeah, it's my favorite fraternity, man. I respect it. What you say, achievement? Man, God, man, I'm surrounded by Kappa's, man. I understand my whole why life. Yeah, we so brotherhood. Cool, I'm surrounded by Kappa's. Yeah. going here. But Keep yeah, so, you know, I, I met my wife in college, man, and uh, I met her in a very... Um, met her at a Kappa party? Nah, actually, okay. I met her. I'm telling you, nah, that party's beginning. Yeah. Nah, she wasn't. She actually wasn't there. But I met her. At, I met her. Swing and a miss. <laughs> I met her at my birthday party, man. And oh. actually, uh, I was, was very. I was, I was very. Is this about the cake, Aaron? Where are we going with the story? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you where I was. Let me tell you where I was. So, 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 so back where I was when I met her. You know, I I can say that she actually brought me from a from a place that I was, and I and I never wanted to go back. Ooh. So you know, when I met her, you know, I, I saw that faith. I, I saw that favor that God says. You know, you you, you know, a man who finds well, his wife. You better get them you, points. You saw that? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I saw that though. I, I want, saw that. Wait, I just want, what what like what did you see? Because it's like saw, you know, I, I saw something loyalty. I, I saw something that I the did. first day, man. This listen, listen. I was. I, I'm just wondering. Let me know what I should look for. As what I'm I asking was for. extremely. Intoxicated, bro. I okay. was, in, I, was okay. I was in the party. I was the hind a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I was all over the place on different girls. And I actually slid in the DMs. I said, Hey, you know, you got um, to. I said, Hey, how was my party? You know, you, you got to enjoy the party. She's like, Yeah, you know, you was a little drunk. 
But then with her still talking to me, how I was acting and, and how I heard I was, mm. I was like, that's real. The fact that I knew that I was a certain way and you didn't care about that, mm. you still want to be cool with me, so don't get to know me who I really am. So I should act drunk. What, don't, don't, do <laughs> don't go the rock that I went. You know what I'm saying? But, but just, just seeing her from, from that point where I came out here to Houston, uh, we wasn't married then, but I was, and I was broke, came out here to Houston. I lived in, off Business Street, Southwest oh, Houston. Oh, snap. Oh, I was in the hood, and I came oh, out yeah. here. So you was pimping when you first got <laughs> 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 out here. Like, you know, just, just that loyalty you know, part about her came out again. She gave me money to get out here. Oh, wow. You know, she you know, and, 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 and we were dating at the time. We wasn't engaged, nothing like that, but she bought me a microwave. I need an iron bar. I was working for Astros back then, so I wasn't making a lot of money. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just she just gave me so much that I mm. never, besides my mom, my sister gave it to me, but I never saw a woman give that Freely to me. Freely give, too. Yeah. Freely give it wow. to me. Yeah. You had so, to, Mary. So, you know, you from to. that point on, I knew, that. I knew I knew she was the one. Um, yeah. You know, it didn't happen overnight, but yeah. it happened, and, I'm, and I thank God for it. I definitely got my favor. Mm. Dang, man. Got his so, favor. So, man... You were a capper. Yeah. So you had you had all the juice. You know what I mean? Hey. You had all the juice. Is that, juice. Wait, is that juice real? New juice. Is that juice real? No, Slight work. It's real. So you had so many, you know what I mean? On campus, you had so many honeys. <sighs> what made you put dip your hand in only one pot, though? You feel me? It's a lot of pots. I'm here from new. After a while, man, it just it just gets kind of old. You know what I'm saying? How long is after a while? After Some a while, people still out there. That's about, what I'm just saying. About two or three years in the game. You are old, you know? But I I'll say that you know after a while you you want something that's real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You dip your head in the juice. There's a lot of dudes dipping heads in that same juice. Oh, we were had. You know what I'm saying? I want your own juice. You want your, no, I want your own juice. Okay, bro. okay, okay. No Can't more they they ur- urinals. Right, urinals. <laughs> What? You just said urinals, bro? I said no more public urinals. That's pretty nasty. What our own private bathroom. <laughs> what? Shut up. Uh, what, what college did y'all go to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. he just got old. He just got old. Man. Eventually, it should get old. You should oh, get, you should get so old. So do you believe in the whole phase? <laughs> what was that, though? Earth? Do you believe in the whole phase? Yeah, we go from from, from, from men, from we, from we men. Go, we oh, go yeah. from spiritual uh-huh. to whole phase yes. real quick on the yeah. show. Yes, yes. you so do believe. I don't it. know if you believe in it, but it yeah, definitely happens. Do you feel like? <laughs> do you feel like? Definitely, definitely you feel experienced like you need it. To go through the whole phase. <laughs> yeah. Do you, Do you feel like men need to go through the whole phase to eventually decide to settle down? Like, is it necessary? No, because some men can't so. com- can't come back from it. Can't come back from it. Talk some to me about that, come Randy. Back talk to me about it. You got, you got dudes in their 30s, 40s, 50s still out here trying to, what's that, girl? You trying to go down to the spot? Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be that You don't want to be that old dude in the club still mm. trying to look relevant. And it's like, bro, get your daddy. Like, mm. get your un- get uncle you over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, so don't want to be basically. that. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, some people, they they... You know, they get a taste of that nightlife, and they don't know what to do with it. Mm. And, and then they feel like, well, this is what I'm supposed to continue doing. If And like you said, if you don't find the right people to kind of guide you and steer you, mm. that whole phase will, will, will take your life over. You know what wow. I'm saying? And, and you will... You will become what that phase is. I was so afraid to pledge because I was afraid of that whole phase. Mm. It was going to happen. It was going to so happen. So you're saying it didn't happen? Regardless of the fact. Man, not really. Not could. Like, no, not like it could have been. I'll tell you something, bro. But I, I was scared I, I, I don't dad. think it was Kappa, man. You got to think about black men right now. A lot yeah. of women don't see successful. I'm just being real. Like, yeah. there's not a lot of black successful men that these women will see in some, yeah. some instances. So when they see a, a man that's doing their thing, 
man, it's 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 bound to happen. Like mm. you, you're gonna have a flock of women around you. It's bound to happen. I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah, and it, because it's a lot of men too that that that, that they'll show you the avatar of who who they want you to believe they are, and then Ooh, and then avatar. and then I just want to say that word, oh, and then and then and then um um you you'll find out like you know it's kind of like oh man he ain't he ain't this he ain't that you know you, yeah, you yeah, find yeah. out they're not really taking care of their kids or they're not doing this or they're not doing that, yeah, yeah. but then when you find somebody that's kind of Oh man, they, it seems like they got their head on their shoulders and they got a little oil on them. You know what I'm saying? They got a little anointing on them. Oh, they take they take care of their responsibilities. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. It's like they they come after those. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Like my story was totally different from Aaron. Like okay. I I fell into the whole, and I'm just gonna be a hundred percent honest with Keep you. Keep it one hundred. I fell I fell into honest. the I fell into the well. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the time I'm supposed to do it. Like don't Living get me wrong. I love I love my wife and and I I loved the woman that she was, but. I honestly, at that time, I just felt like, you know, when I asked her to marry me, I don't feel like I was all the way ready to be married. But I felt When'd like you get married, by I, the way? I, felt, I had that syndrome where when I done messed up enough, I done cheated, I done done this, and she done stuck beside me. Mm. So let me just go ahead. This is in my mind, this is just the next phase. When this did is that just happen? the next thing. When you did it happen? This was in two thousand and we didn't get married. I asked her to marry me back like in two thousand eleven, okay. twelve, something like that. Okay. Um and and we end up getting engaged, and I just you know I just like I guess this is just what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Even though at that time in my heart I just whatever I I, I feel like a lot of men they yeah. they feel like well they owe they girl yeah. because she stuck by them or you know mm-hmm. she when I was struggling trying to find a job or I was out here hoeing around she kind of yeah. you know what I'm saying just was 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 steady and 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 stayed in my life and so. I felt like this is just what you do. This mm. is just the next phase. And even the men that I got advice from, they was like, "Well, once you, you know, once you, um, once you go ahead and propose, everything will get better, and and she'll wow. calm down a little." So they told you whatever. marriage was going to solve all your issues. Not really solve all my issues, but just you know, just basically. I mean, they didn't know any better. They just giving advice on what they knew, okay. you know, what somebody else told them that yeah. more or less the blind leading the blind, and. Yeah. and and um, because there were certain things that I still was not happy with with my 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 girlfriend or wife at the time, my yeah. wife but my girlfriend at the time. Mm. But it was kind of like, well, she'll get better. She just feels like you're not gonna stay around. You've messed around long enough, and she needs to know that you're gonna be consistent and you're whatever. That's real. And so I I asked her to marry me. Um, and and we were, you know, I I think I told myself everything was amazing, everything was great. I think people get caught up in this facade of of. They're more in love with the idea of being married and the idea of what that looks like. Women, especially, especially from the female side. And I, Lord, I, I feel like they're more in love with the idea because you gotta. Can uh, we stop gotta, the car and? Yeah, uh, you, you gotta understand. Women have been have that. been. This talk is something that. that has been ingrained in them ever since can, they were camera, kids. Camera, please. You got the camera. This, on is, this is something that has been ingrained in them ever since they were kids. This mm-hmm. whole. Um, um, wedding and getting married and stuff. And so I really, I really saw that happening with, in front of my own eyes, like. The closer it got to the wedding, I'm talking about we we were gonna we were our wedding was gonna be at the Cobb Gall- our reception was gonna be at the Cobb Galleria. Center, wow! Right? Like we were spending Money. some bread for for Dang. our reception. Uh, had about 450 people coming to the wow. to the wedding. Um, we we just Y'all had a lot. Got all going the cappers from we had all <laughs> USA, <stuff>. bro. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had all this stuff getting ready to happen. Yeah. And but I I the closer it got to the wedding, I felt like it was more about the event and that day mm. than it was with us because I started to realize I wasn't happy. And I told my wife, I said, I'm not I'm not happy. I'm not. I feel like we're growing apart. I don't feel like I'm 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 not ready for this. And one thing I didn't want to do is I didn't want to walk down the aisle saying I do when I didn't. Ooh. Burp. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel can like you, can you say that one more time? I did not want to walk down the aisle saying I do when I didn't. Oh, you didn't wow. want to. You ain't want. You want to spend that check. That's what it was. I mean, check was, <laughs> no, the check was already spent. The check, me, yeah, that money deposits were paid. Deposits were getting that back. Oh yeah, yeah I ain't gonna lie to you. I probably would have took that. And so I found myself, I found myself in a dilemma, having to make one of the hardest decisions. Um, I've ever made in my life is like, do I, do I, cause like, I just really just didn't feel like it was the time was right. You know mm, what I'm wow. saying? Mm. And I, and I, I was like, do I, do I continue to go with it? Which I feel like most men do. I feel wow. like most men yeah. have that feeling. They have that emotion. And it's just like, well, we didn't got this far. We might as well just keep going. Man. And they, and women too. Cause yep. there, there are some women that are like, I don't know if he's the one, but he proposed yeah. and he does I got this kid so yada, they, yada, yada. Exactly. Wow. They yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circumstances ah, allow them to boy. keep going. And so I did That's one of the hardest boy. things I ever had to do. And, and, and I literally, Became public enemy number one, and I called the wedding off. Whoa! Yeah, I called. I called the wedding. You was off. all kinds of this like, evidence. I was, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I'm sure they had it. They oh, had yeah. it. You got stoned. Yeah. You out they they could have had you got a barbecue stoned. restaurant with the roast session they had. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy got stoned. But how man. far out was it though? Say what? How far out from the wedding oh, was? Three it? months. Ooh. What's that thing three they months. did back in the day? Like uh, pen and, they feathered him. They uh, they put the tar on tart, tar feathered. Tar. <laughs> it only works if you wow. know what you're saying. Like if you gotta ask five times, what's that? Hey, what, 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 what the thing on there? I ain't gonna lie to you. I think our listeners like originality. So I'm being really original. This is me. This is what I do. We see. We see. Um, I don't need this. Um, this is bullying. But, Ladies and gentlemen, this is bullying. Are you done? Don't do it to these kids. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so you know what I'm saying? So it was three months out and I just, you know, part of me felt relieved, yeah. but another part of me was like, oh man. They, and yeah, then the unthinkable real. happened, man. <gasps> My wife's mother passed away. Oh man. No. Yeah. I can't no. So I, I, it was, no. it was, it oh was. Oh my God. God. Not only did we call off the wedding, something that she had been looking forward to her wow. entire life. Goodness gracious. Um, um, and, and her mom, you know, your mom wants to see you get married. Yes. And then, unfortunately, you know, her mom had cancer. And, and, and I, but I saw something in, in that. You know, everybody looks at, oh, man, that's such a terrible thing that the, the, the mom passed away. I saw something in my wife that I'd never seen in any other woman. Wow. She literally, she had a good, a great job making a lot of money. She just told her job, I'm not coming back to work and I'm going to go take care of my mom. And for three mm. months straight, mm. she lived with her mom. She took care of her mom. She yeah. fed her mom. She bathed her mom. She took her all to a doctor's appointments. And I saw I saw a, a, a mantle fall over her that I've never seen before. Yeah. Before it was just us trying to figure it out, trying to make, you know, figure, trying to, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I seen her just take care of her mom. So, you know, I was there with her at the wedding. I walked with, I mean, not the wedding, at the funeral. I yeah. walked with her down the aisle, you know, um, at her mom's funeral. And, and, and it's just, I, I, you know, I knew my one of my wife's biggest fears was um, losing her mom. Yeah. Like that was what, she told me that all the time. Yeah. But the, the grace that I saw her handle that situation Gosh, with, it, it, it's unspeakable. Mm -hmm. And so after her mom passed, me and her both was like, you know, she's like, I'm going my own way. I, I was like, I'm going my own way. And I actually started dating somebody from college what? that I thought I was going to marry. You, yeah, you, you, you I, and she started though. dating somebody Whoa. else and she was like, I'm going to start. Boy, this is like a novella. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start, we're going to get, I'm going to marry this guy. Some dude from Atlanta, you know, whatever. But, yeah, um, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like she, 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 she and he thought they were going whatever. But even though, I was with somebody else there was something that still kept bringing me back to my wife you know yeah. what I'm saying like Ooh. something that kept drawing me back to her and so we kind of spent time with each other here and there things didn't work out between me and the other girl 
Um, and I we just started spending time together. But I didn't want to be that lame, like, okay, we're gonna be back together again, and we're gonna be boyfriend and girlfriend again, and we're gonna get engaged. I was like, man, look, if we were ever get married, it would have to be something random that just didn't make sense and just yeah. it just happened. Mm. I remember I started traveling back and forth with John Gray. Um, I, you, I I used to travel with him full time and work with him full time, and I was still living in Atlanta when he moved here. Yeah, and uh, I would come out here periodically and travel and do some stuff with him. And she came to visit me one year for my birthday, and um, you know, she was just like, "Man, I, I feel like we're in a different place now." I was like, "I, I do too." And then how she, many years? Sorry for cutting you off. How many years ago was this from after you canceled off the engagement? Probably like two years after. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's and the time, man. Yeah, you know, like a lot happened in that two yeah, years. Yeah. Um, and, and she was like, um, um, she, she, she came that one weekend, it was my birthday weekend and she was like, she said something that's like, what if, what if, what if we randomly got married this weekend or something crazy like that? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it, because I, I, with guys too, let's be honest, we want to be the ones in control. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We want to be the ones that that's let me make that decision if that's I real. feel that yeah, it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? I'll ask you nah. Like, nah. like, like, yeah, nah. let, let me, let me say whether, when we're going to get married. Man. And so, and so there, I kind of pushed back as soon as she said that, cause I'm like, here you go trying to control the situation. You just, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I kind of pushed back, right? I, I kind of ignored it and went through the birthday weekend had a good time and I went out to eat with John and his wife and it was me and, and my, my my girlfriend well, we weren't we weren't even calling ourselves boyfriend and girlfriend at the time we were just Chill. friends yeah. I don't know what you want to call wait it, so you know about what the other girl is your wife now my wife now. Okay, cool. It was, cool. it was me and her. Because remember, okay. she came to visit that'd me. That'd be too much. That'd be too much. Okay, no, I thought you had another girl. Yeah, that'd be way too much. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, that'd be way too no, much. No, no, no. I'll be honest with you. That'd be way too <laughs> much. I can't handle that. So, so she came and visit and came to visit me while I was up here, you know, doing some work with John. And we went out to eat, and, and John was like, what, "What's what's holding you back?" He just went like went for it. And I'm oh. like, "Come on, bro, don't." Do yeah, wait, that sounds like like, like I'm looking yeah, like like what Kevin Hart said. Help me. Yeah. Like, like, what's good? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he just started talking and he was just like, I don't know. You know, I feel like there's something on you. You've you've grown, she's grown, you guys still are in each other's lives. Da 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 da. I mean, he just kept it was almost like he was just chipping at a wall, chipping at a wall. Wow. And I just had this wall up. And I don't even I kinda honestly can't even tell you why. Maybe it's because in the back of my mind, I don't know if I was exactly ready to stop messing around with other women. Yeah. Mm, like I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I was the one that wanted to be in control of the situation. Yeah. And and like every man that 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 and I'm sure Eric can attest to this, we just we just don't know if we're ready. And, and we don't know if we'll ever be, I don't think you'll ever be you completely never ready that. to just say, hey, I'm ready to get married. <laughs> oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? Even when you and, so, and, and, and so and so he kept chipping, 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 chipping. And then I I started to break down. I don't know what started happening. My wife started crying. And you know what? You, the funny thing about this whole situation, when John was talking that whole time for like 30 minutes to an hour, she didn't open her mouth or say a word. Mm. She was just sitting there quiet. Woman. She was just sitting there. She was just sitting there. She was sitting there quiet. And so John just I kept talking. Next thing you know, John's wife yeah, started yeah. crying. John was in tears and I was trying to hold them thug tears back. And I'm that like, what is happening tears. to me right, right. now? You know bro, what I'm saying? Bro, what y'all put, put, put in this steak? What y'all put in this steak? And so I said, you know yeah, what? Tyrese I, I did something that I, I thought I was going to be slick. I said, you know what? I said, if we can go to the courthouse tomorrow and get a, uh, I'm thinking, you know, we live in Atlanta. We both got Atlanta license. Yeah. I said, if we can go to the courthouse tomorrow and get and get a marriage license, I'll get married. You know what I'm saying? John was like, I'll marry y'all tomorrow at the church. I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, yeah. I got one up on him. Yeah. We get up the next morning, I, and I didn't know what had happened. I was like, wait, what did I just do? And in yeah. my mind, as I'm driving home, I'm like, 
if, if this is for real, like, and I'm just being honest, I got some phone calls I need to make. I got yeah. some, yeah. I got some people I need you. to holler yeah. at because yeah. yeah. there's some people that still feel like they got, there's some hope in the situation. Oh, yeah. wow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Wow. But, but wow. that was, that was, he had a, he had a roster, my <laughs> man. But that was my, that was because of my doing, though. Yeah, and yeah, I, and I'm just being, I'm agency? just being honest. I, oh, here we go. I, that was my doing, you know what wow. I'm saying? And so <laughs> we went to the courthouse the next morning. Ironically, the courthouse was called Montgomery County Courthouse. That is very, my last name. Montgomery, Texas? Yeah, my, yeah. Man, I, you, well, you used to go up there and last, them boys. Okay, and, that's great. Look, last... Wise. <laughs> <laughs> this boy living in a fantasy world, don't he? <laughs> this, I'm convinced you are a character in 2K. Listen, so... <laughs> Spy player. <laughs> What's your name? I'll be sure 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so, know you. Hold on, you're malfunctioning. Be, be still. <laughs> so so we went to the courthouse, got got a, a, a marriage license within five minutes. Wow. My heart started beating. And I told my wife, I said, look, I got to make some phone calls. I'm yeah. just going to be honest with you. I got to make some phone calls. Yeah. Made some phone calls. I'm sure some people never want to speak to me to this day. Um, but it is what it is. You're going to have to sacrifice. You, mm. you know, you got to make sacrifices in order to grow up. And so we went to the um, the church. John was preaching at Lakewood that day. We went to the back before anybody got there, probably like an hour and a half before service even started. And it was just me, my wife, uh, Pastor John, and his wife, which is my sister, um and oh, I did not know she's that. not my blood sister, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was about um, to say, wait a minute, we, that we, was not. We, we grew up ever since we were babies. We grew up in the same neighborhood. I was saying that wasn't next door neighbors. It wasn't a John book. Um, that's all I'm saying. So so and, and then um it was my boy Kalen and uh, and his wife and uh, my my wife's best friend and and I got married. And I didn't expect it. I didn't know I was going to get married that trip. Uh, well, but, it, but it was, ex- it, it, I, honestly, so I honestly spoke it into existence good, because man. I said, if we ever get married, remember a while, yeah, a long time ago, I said, if we ever get married, it's going to have to be something random. And my biggest complaint was I didn't think, before, I didn't think it was about us. It was about the production. It was about this. Yeah. This time there was no production. Oh, yeah. wow. There was no extra payment for this and the food and the and the yeah, venue and the Lord. yeah we went to Chili's afterwards bro Chili's. I had the best I had the best wedding ever and, and I said all that to say man you know what I'm saying a real story bro. Uh, uh, this, this really happened and I said all that to say you know everybody's looking for that right moment that right time that right whatever as it relates mm-hmm. to, to, to being married and here's the thing my mom put me on game a long time ago she said there is no such thing as the right time she said as, as a matter of fact she said your problem is you're always looking for the next best thing that's why you're not satisfied with what you have <laughs> But she said, she Whoa. said, she said, there is no such thing as the next best thing. Mm. Oh man! There's always gonna be somebody with a bigger butt. There's always yeah. gonna be somebody with a, uh, a, a, a that looks cuter. There's always yeah. gonna be somebody that makes more money. There's always gonna, always. you know what I'm saying? But if you invest in what you have, man. then you make what you have the next best thing. Mm. 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 Listen up! <laughs> Gosh. And and we still learning, man. Like being married, just because we got married didn't mean we did everything yeah, perfect. Like I'm true. I'm thankful to God to this day. I'm still married. You married know what I'm saying? Five months. But man. I will say, kind of like what Aaron was saying. How is that five still months? It's you know it's it, it's, it's a learning process. I bet it is. I'll put it like that. You know, just from going from you know I'm the youngest out of me and my sister, so I'm I'm a baby. I'm a baby in the family. Yeah, I get what I want. You know, just, yeah, yeah just just have, being married and and. And and going first, mm-hmm. you know, the man goes first, provides. That's that's something I'm like, wow, this is really this is really my task. Like, like this is really my job to 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 take care of my wife, and she's young, just graduated from. Yeah, you have to get dinner before you got over. That's yeah, crazy. man. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he ain't calling you out though. Okay. Hey, man. Hey, I got nothing wrong with that. I got her some. I got her some food. Yeah, you got to you, you have to get dinner, Hafiz. Look at this. Hey, man. Yeah, I'm like, 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 like
<laughs> but no, come on, bring like, that moin moin over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to play with y'all. I'm not about to play with y'all. I'm not about to play with y'all. Nah, Two weeks. <laughs> you want some of this dodo? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like for like, I love me some dodo though. <laughs> you something wrong with y'all? I think what what I found really similar in in both of y'all you guys' story is um that I feel like y'all's wives now gave y'all so much grace. Yeah. You know, they gave you, they gave, they gave that y'all saw forgiveness, y'all yeah. saw grace, y'all saw. Oh, trust patience, me, the grace don't kindness. start till you get married, bro. I'm, I'm telling, like, I remember you telling me that, um, that the best thing that your wife taught you was grace, and they always back, brought you back to the gospel, and always brought, like, this is yeah. why, like, she showed you the gospel. My, my wife is, is God's representation of grace on this earth for me. Wow. Because, mm. because I, I'm, I mean, you know, I try to do the right thing and I do this stuff in the kids, but man, I'm not perfect. And, and old habits die slow. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, and mm, and, and mm. my wife, I, I remember one time I messed up, I did something crazy, and my wife's like, tell me everything. I was like, you know, us, we're going to be like, I'll tell you which I feel you can handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you got, and my, you got wife, my wife said something, man, to me one day. She was like, tell me everything. I said, I'm, I, I did. I, I did. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. She said, no, you didn't. She said, how can I forgive what I don't know? Don't drop the mic. We got you know what I'm saying. How, how, that's real. I, yeah, man. Like, how can you not? You know what I'm saying. I, yeah. Like, I really, I really love and appreciate my wife, and I'm and I'm learning to appreciate her more and more. Most people think when you first get into the marriage, y'all supposed to be like this amazing power couple, and y'all whatever. Yeah. Like, man, I could, man, I couldn't stand my wife when I first got married. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying. Oh, wow. yeah. But I'm learning and growing to love her, and and I, and I felt like. Initially, when I got married, you know, she's supposed to do everything I want. I need this servant woman, and I'm, I'm da 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 da. And then, and I realized that marriage is not meant to make you happy; it's meant to make you holy. Mm. Because if you can continuously mm. forgive somebody that gets on your nerve, and 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 and, but more importantly, understand that you most of the time are the one that is in need of forgiveness as well. It's not That's just about real. what they can do for That's you, real. but how you can be a better person and learn how to forgive while you're definitely in need of forgiveness. Yeah. Then that's a true representation. That's why the Bible says Christ commissions us to love our wives, you know, like like, like the church, like the church. Uh-huh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we are the church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and 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 that's why I think marriage. I think people have a wrong conception of marriage, which is why you have the divorce rate at the all time high. Because as soon as somebody's not happy no more, they ready to ready get up out of there. Or something's gone, like money Man. or something it's, like that. But like, but back to uh, what I was saying, I think uh, in just Aaron's situation, Aaron literally did nothing. He came to Houston and she provided everything. You know, gave him money, gave him stuff. He didn't do nothing. No, man. Aaron was a bum. Aaron was a bum, but his wife, you know what I'm saying? Listen, if it wasn't for his wife. You gotta let me paint the picture. I'm just saying that she she did that out of love and care and kindness for like for him. You know, that she invested her herself in him. Invested in him, yeah. And that's what basically what I'm saying. I think that's the same kind of representation that that God has given us, you know, like. We done nothing deserved the gospel. Exactly. Okay. We done nothing to, to get saved. I see, I see what I'm saying. Going. Let me finish, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Dickie Simmons. Go ahead. <laughs> Dickie Simmons, bro. I, I can't do this, bro. I'm trying to... I, I, you know what? <laughs> Cut the show, Dad. We cut it. What you we're forgot? Your line, you forgot what you gonna say again? Yes, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Like, I'm just saying, God. man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for saving our lives, even though we had nothing to do with it. Amen. <laughs> so. I, so many gems, so many gems, so many gems. But I want to touch, touch on something really, really quickly. When there's so many options available, mm. how do you how do you know which one to pick? You know what I mean? Like when there's, because I'm at the stage. How do you in my pick life, the one when anyone will go home with you? 
Not just that. No, no, not just that. I just want to say that line. Drake, <laughs> Drake said that line. Okay. I can't hear this right now. That, like, that wasn't me. <laughs> right now, I'm just being honest. I'm I'm just, I'm not hoeing around. And I'm not talking to any girls right now. I'm just chilling. Man. He's right surveying now, the field. He about to get a text right now. Also, we not talking. Yeah, no, I'm for real. I'm just chilling. The there's no, there's no girls. But when I when I am at the point where I want to go back into the marketplace, you know what I mean? Shop around. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, my question is, how do you, like, what will cause you to pick one when there's so many? You know what I mean? Like you said, there's never you said there's never a perfect one. There's always one better than the other one. So if you're a single guy who's right now playing the field, how like what like what will make one stand out versus the other if all of them are really dope girls? Yeah, cause I feel like Hafiz and I have met a lot of good women. Yeah, in our lives that we could easily date it. Yeah, easily. You know, but like, what is that? What is something that like, man? You know what? It you know, wasn't for this and my wife. I like, think. I think with me was was just uh, seeing us together in the long run. Like, I mean, I'm just being real, you know, being in the black college fraternity is a lot that comes your way. Yeah. And I uh, could not is... see myself past, past that that night or past the next day. But what if there's a whole bunch that you could see yourself? Nah, you, you, it's, for me, if it's that easy, I can't see myself. So for, for when I met my wife, it wasn't that easy. It, it wasn't easy at all. It, it was just, you know, she really wanted to see more out of me. Okay. That's what's like, okay, now I'm, all these girls you meet and, and, and they're not bringing you, they're not trying to get the king out of you. Yeah. That's what made, okay, this is, this, she's different. All, other girls I dated, they they just wanted to be, you know, around the Kappas. They just wanted to be, oh, okay. you know, and, you know, just want to be on the scene. They don't want to be seen and stuff yeah. like that. Next thing they're talking to my homeboys, talking to my LB, whatever. Oh, man, but boy. but Scandalous, this is just, but when, when I met her, she knew where I was, but she saw more of me. Yeah. And that's what got me like, okay, this lady, this girl can see me as a king and I can't even see it for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's what made me pick her. Because all the girls I dated, man, was just toxic. Talking down on me, like, hey, you, yeah. you know, you're you're not this. You're just like everybody else. But yeah. she knew what I was, where I was before, yeah. and she brought me out of that by her, by her grace, by her words, by her love, and just yeah. just being real. Now, because wow. because what I'm what I'm saying is, your point is, you had a whole bunch of garbage, yeah. And you had a full course meal, and common sense was take the full course meal. <laughs> but my thing, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Is that bad? That was. <laughs> Continue going, man. Continue. My question is, Uh, in other words, duh. (laughs) (laughs) So my question was not easy though. It's not. It's not that easy. But since you put it that way, he put it very easy. He was just saying there was other girls who just. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the other girl was not around. Oh (laughs) no, I. You you made it seem like. Oh, no, it's they not were just a whole bunch of busters <laughs> and thotties, and they just had a you know a ride or die. I'm saying, let's say you single right now, and you have like this year, I've met a lot of nasties, but I've also met a lot of really dope girls. But all of them are just they're all dope. You know what I mean? You, like, I'm what, gonna ask what, you a question. Go ahead. Mm, question are, are you <laughs> are you going there trying to you know penetrate? No, I'm for okay. real. I'm a good guy. Are you are you, are you so you're not. It's actually the act of no. You know, I'm okay. at sex like since I became a Christian. Okay, wow, that's great. That's, that's major. That's, bro. that's a long time. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, that's major, bro. And, yeah. and you answered the but question. These, but this year, I did talk to a lot of nasties who did want some penetration. And you can 
Kudos to you, hey, man. Bro. I wasn't. I wasn't. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I might have like real Kudos. quick, real quick. Because sometimes to me, it's just not about having sex. Right. Sometimes it's like the emotional state of the experience. Sometimes there's physical things you can do that's technically not penetration. So for me, like purity is so much more than just not having sex. You know what I mean? So that's major. Even even me, people are like, oh, you haven't had sex in a while, but I'm like, but my heart is still as wicked as anyone else's. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I feel like I still got to grow. I still got to get better. Um, and like I said, the biggest challenge that I'm facing right now is that I'm looking at where I'm at in life and I don't see any girls that you guys describe. I see a bunch of cool ones. Uh, so my question is just like, how do you, do you just pick one of the cool ones? Like, okay, I'm going to no, I, I, I think, I yeah, think yeah. Um, you, you don't want to force the moment okay. and, and you don't, you don't want to, you know, because, I mean, let's just be honest. You know, we always talk about how women, they have this clock and da-da-da-da. But even we as men, we want to, in a timely manner, become who we feel that we were destined to become, if yeah. that makes sense. You know what Listen, I'm saying? Listen, ladies, and and and, and 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 for guys like us that are really trying to figure this thing out and get it right, that that does ultimately lead to us wanting a family and wanting, mm. a, you know, wanting to settle down eventually and things like that. Um, but I, I really think you have to... Um, before you can even start to look at that woman and and see where you are, where where she is, and all this other stuff, like ask God to show you who you are mm. or how He sees you. That's ask real. God to give you a glimpse of how He sees you, because That's if real. you can better see yourself and, and through the Father's eyes, then you'll definitely be able to to have a better understanding of who He would like for you. That's real, you but know. And, and ask Him, say, I, I say, ask bro. Him, say, God, give me, give me. After He gives you a glimpse of who you are in His eyes. Give me a glimpse of who I'm supposed to be with so that I'll have specific signs when this person comes around. Because you got to understand, I, I love my wife for who she is, mm. but I also have to love her for who she's becoming. Because wow. just as I'm evolving as a man and Ooh. I'm turning into something more than what I've been, and, and I still haven't tapped into the best version of me yet, my best and brightest days are still to come, when you initially meet that, that someone, we're looking for this ready-made package that's just boom, boom, bow. She's just ready to go. And it's kind of like, maybe God will send her into your life not only to help you grow, but also there are certain things that you are called to bring out of her okay. so that uh, together you can collectively reach this this place of, man, I, I feel like we've struggled together, we've learned together, we've, 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 we've grown together, and now it's, now it's time for us to take the next step, you know, and, and make, make this thing sealed um, with a covenant, you know what I'm saying? But, but ask God for glimpses of who you're supposed to be and who, who, how he sees you so that that way you'll have a better understanding of who he sees you with, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to just, because if we're just going off our own mind, like if I go to the car dealership right now, I try to get a car, every day I'm like, God, I need you to, to, to pick my next car, my house that I'm in right now, God, I need you to find wherever I'm supposed to be, what neighborhood I'm supposed to be in, what what neighbors I'm supposed to have, who am I supposed to minister to, um, the school district that I'm in. I mean, everything that I that I go through, because I'm I'm tired of trying to pick stuff on my own. I'm tired. I was tired of trying to pick the right wife. Tired of trying to pick the right career. Try because I'll mess up every single time. I can have the greatest intentions, but at the end of the day, my intentions are not his, and so I need his intentions to be mine. And Please. so if, if wow. you do it like that, then it, then then you can't help but to pick the right one. You can't you're not going to worry if did I make did I make the wrong choice. And this is all and, and this is all stuff that came to me after I got married. This is not like oh I knew this and I got married. Like I I I thumbed my way through and I just tried to figure it out as I went along. Mm. I didn't have a, a set plan on why I picked the right one. I I just you know what I'm saying? I yeah. I I didn't have that. It got God literally put me with my wife. But wow. you know what's major about that with me that I realize this now. Gosh, this is amazing. Being married is that 
the, the people that he put me around are all married guys or, or engaged. So and all of them happen to be Catholics too. So like, I met, <laughs> you know, boy. I'm, I'm just being real. You know, like, you know, Claude is one of uh, my pastor, Pastor Jay, you know, right hand man, Claude Lewis, Brandon, you know, my frat brother, my profile, Jared, Jeff Pope. He put me around men that were, you know, where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. or also men that was in the same path that I was going, trying to, you know, in the, in, on, on the fence again, engage or not. And it's iron, really sharpened iron. And that's yeah. what really helped me Got- to find my understanding. You know, being around Brandon, I, I got my understanding. Yeah, mm. and Aaron, I, like you said, Aaron's a leader, and I, I think Aaron had a, he was okay with, like, helping other people and serving, you know, like, uh, different pastors are doing this. But, you know, Aaron, I, you know, I've seen him grow just just in a short amount of time because I'm like, look, dude, you're, you're called to be in the forefront. You're called to be a, a, a leader. And I feel like God will always give you a glimpse of where you're going by who he surrounds you with. That's you know really what I'm saying, and that. and if you don't feel like that that you're that's that that's not true for your life, then maybe you're the one surrounding yourself with others and allow and instead of allowing God to surround you with the right people, because mm-hmm. they'll bring them in your life. Yeah. It's just whether or not you you'll receive who they are at that time versus who you want to be at that time. I'm good. Wow. <laughs> I have nothing to say. We may have to uh, break this up into two parts. You feel me? Two ep- two de- separate episodes. Yeah, hey, we'll I mean, come we, back, I, man. We, we love uh, to come back. I mean, y'all gonna come back. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, are you doing anything for Thanksgiving? Are you going back home? No. You you got it. You you always do this. You gotta go back home. Anyways, we'll figure it out. I'm just saying, we can put out this episode. We'll be here. You know, we'll be here. Half of the what we talked about in the beginning. Hey, don't y'all want to talk about this off air? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one. No, nah, I mean this is what we do, fam. Makes sense. That, <laughs> makes, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. No, I agree with you. Cause they have, cause like I don't want the people yeah, not I, to, to listen. The second part, I agree. Yeah, with you me. can't not miss the second part. Yeah, no, I agree with you 110. This is dope. That's what man. we're doing. That's, That's what we're doing. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I can't lie. This is my favorite. Please don't lie. This is my favorite group of people. This is Easily. my favorite people we've interviewed this year. Easily, by far. This I, is, this I, you got you got to trust me. Appreciate that, I appreciate you trusting. <laughs> oh, I'm on, just man. messing with you. The, the good thing about this conversation is, Gosh, I, I I feel like this is, and and hey, we're we're two or three got together. There he is. Also, I, I feel like God was in this conversation, and I feel like from from my man right here to all of us, um, we we were supposed to be in this room. We were supposed to have this conversation. Like whether these cameras were on or off, these mics were on or off, this this was a conversation yeah. that we were supposed to have because everybody is in a place of development. Everybody is in a specific place in their life where they're either trying to figure it out, they're just coming out of a storm, they're going into a storm. And 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 I and I really believe um, we are we overcome by the power of our testimony. We overcome by sitting down with other young men, especially yep. this this group is this is why this group is important because it's necessary to have other young black men connect with other young black men and be authentic with where they are, be authentic with the decisions that they made. Stop trying to sugarcoat stuff. Stop trying to give this pre this generic pre made answer that that we feel that it's going to sound good when people hear. Like nah, just be one hundred with where you are. Like when yep. me and Chris talk, like we we. we we're like serious. It's like, yo, bro, where you at? Like, what do you need prayer with? How can we move forward? Like, tell me the real issue. Like, me and Aaron, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like me and Aaron, we, we we talk about like just because, man, I'm I'm married, but I have the best vision in the world. I, I see every like I see 
I yeah. see every <laughs> yes. like yeah. I even tell my wife I'm like babe do you see her booty like just look for me you know what I'm saying like I and we have those conversations like bro like like just the other day like yo how do you just how do we not just not you know what I'm saying whatever you know what I'm saying and it's like somebody else told me yo you gotta you gotta play that thing all the way out like I've I've been embarrassed to the umpteenth degree as it relates to you know just other women are thinking you getting over doing all this other stuff and 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 we just we got to have these di- this dialogue. We got to have this clear and open communication so that other people won't make the same mistakes that we made. Mm. And and I think that's why we're so passionate about Ford and Beyond, man. Because I I think I've done everything Shameless wrong. Blood. You can do. I think I've done Shameless everything so. wrong. Everything wrong you yeah. can do. But but it's kind of like having these open conversations and and talking about this stuff. That's how you you help somebody else move in the right direction so that hopefully they won't. Now if they just you know hear what you guys say and then keep going and you know maybe they need to learn that lesson. Yeah, but, yeah. and yeah. and this is why we have the podcast. Of you know, course. this was the exact vision that we had. Yeah, <clears throat> when we decided to start this thing because uh, we had these late kind. Con- conversations and we were frustrated with God we were frustrated with each other we were frustrated with society and it was like man let's put it out there so people can hear what we're frustrated about but they yeah. also can learn yeah. so they can be educated entertained and enlightened at the same time Boy, so this is exactly it. what our podcast is about and that's why people need to share freaking mm. share freaking share because people going out here they need to hear these these gems these words of wisdom to be encouraged and to be the best person that God wants them to be right and we and we actually want to celebrate you guys, man. Yeah, man. Um, y'all are some young brothers, but y'all got y'all got a dope concept. Y'all got a dope idea. Like y'all are really making it happen, man. And and like I feel like, do not despise humble beginnings, and don't think that that where you are right now, especially even if it's in a place of uncertainty, that God can't step in the middle of this and use this idea that you had and transcend it across the world, so other people your age of your generation will 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 want to tune in, not because it's somebody that's their age and looks like them, but because they need the help and you carry something. Like, what you carry is enough. Yeah. Like, y'all need to know that. What you carry is enough. And this platform is is is, is doing something for, for not just people of our generation, but people, anybody that tunes in and listens to it. You told me the other day, some people mm-hmm. tell you, man, I didn't know if I was going whatever, but I listened to your podcast and yeah. you brought me joy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like y'all, y'all, y'all are doing something amazing, man. And we want to celebrate y'all, man, for Appreciate all that y'all are doing, it. man. Yes, like real talk. Yeah. We need it. We need that encouragement. <laughs> we need it. I have nothing else. To say. <laughs> I'm good, fam. I'm good. I just have one question. Is that like an S curl or <laughs> is that is that like a is like Duke the box, like the Duke box, or is it you know what I'm saying? Like and whatever you... it is, it works. <laughs> <laughs> it works. All right. As I said at the beginning of this show, this is your boy Hafiz. Chris the star of the show. This is your boy Real B my Brandon Montgomery. That's your boy Aaron. And we are the roommates and guys. Lord. This was a doozy. Make sure you share, 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 guys. Just not just for you, because sometimes you listen to the podcast, you're like, oh, that was good. But it was good for you. It could be life-changing for somebody else. Oh, that's great. That's great. So, guys, please share. Man, I'm telling you right now, (laughs) I tell everybody... We're going to have him back on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you will be back on the show in 2018, in January. I'm so glad we're January, like everybody else. In January 2018, we're bringing you guys right back. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Man, that was super awesome. We are the roommates. And Jordan? I had to breathe. Hold up. <laughs> I always miss We are the roommates and... Stay <sighs> free. Okay. We're the roommates and... <laughs> 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 Wheat sauce. What's wrong with this guy, man? <laughs> 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 <laughs>